Welcome back, boys and ghouls. This is Sarah Stevenson, and this is and this is Mike Stevenson here. Hi, guys. Giving you our latest podcast, Boys and Ghouls Film Review. Now, as we've often told you guys, we mainly do sci-fi, horror, and fantasy, and then we put the exception, another, what we believe to be an exceptionally good movie in there to break up the monotony of the same genre all the time. Yeah. This is one of those cases. What are we doing tonight, Sarah? Well, tonight we are going... For this occasion, I thought we might review the Ten Commandments that was re- released in 1956. Yep. And on the record, guys, um, seeing as this is neither a sci-fi or fan... Well, it's a bit of a... F- um, no. An epic fantasy, no, but it's not a fantasy. but with re- religion involved no, in it. No, it's not a fantasy. It's a re- it's a religious epic. Yeah. Uh, based on reality and based on history, hmm. uh, some things about Moses uh, have had to be, uh, I suppose, made up because there's not a lot uh, written about him in his younger years. Yeah, so, yeah, that sort of stuff. So, and yeah, this movie. Yeah. Um, well, there's no way of explaining it to you guys, but the effects for this one go beyond your imagination. And actually, it still held up as one of the best special effects movies. Hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, done. I mean, hmm. <laughs> even allowing for CGI. Yeah, before, they didn't have CGI back yeah, then. Yeah, until days. the um, Passion of the Christ that was released in 2004, this movie was the highest grossing religious epic in history, yeah. earning over $65 million in 2016 dollars. Um, well, you actually, you may be right or wrong there, but... Uh, They're probably still going. They worked on the, um, the box office for this based on 2020. Hmm. And they reckoned it would have got over a billion dollars box office. A hmm. billion dollars. <laughs> That's not bad, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. so it's been shown around the world. It's been syndicated. And it's well, it's been, whatever, and and yeah. well <laughs> loved by every nation, every culture. And it keeps, keeps churning out. In some countries, I mean, our country, Australia, doesn't do it as often, but... We used to have it on every Easter. We'd always be guaranteed to have biblical type movies on. Hmm. Christmas time would have a nativity one. Maybe in America and England and other places in Europe, hmm. whatever might still be doing it, but I don't know. Um, yeah, but, every yeah. time we often have, um, whenever Easter comes around, we often have bring out the um, religious movies. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. The, the past, like the, the past, pa- obviously, like but, King of Kings, Ben Hur, yeah, Jeffrey Hunter, Charles Heston, yeah. Of course, the Ten Commandments. And there's lots of other ones too. There's around like the robe and other things like that. They were really good. Victor Mature wasn't too bad in those. Mm. And, um, yeah, I always liked Barabbas because Barabbas was a bit of a spin-off from the religious movie because he he was the guy hanging around the same time Jesus was, and he was the guy that they said let Barabbas go. Yes. Instead of Jesus. Yeah, so everyone knows this part. So, pretty interesting. So it all let's, comes together. So, let's begin who directs, produces, now, and screenwrites. This is. So, you guys know, this is directed by Cecil B. DeMille. Wait a minute. And he, this is not the first time he did the Ten Commandments. He did one way back in 1920s, where, he, that, where he did a silent film of the Ten Commandments, but yeah. it was more of a sort of a. It was, um, it was part biblical at the beginning and then it went on to contemporary to show yeah. how... Uh, how the Bible it comes into our lives yeah, often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but, but yeah, the point is, it, 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 he wasn't very happy with that movie. Um, yeah. He wanted to remake it more from the yeah. biblical side of yeah. it. Yeah, he wanted to yeah. make this movie to be a bit more detailed. Like, um, more because yeah. as you may have read the Bible, you know the part about the fact about where Moses was put into a basket and sailed down the Nile and given to the princess of Egypt. And then we flash forward a few years later when he's a, an adult and he killed an Egyptian. And then we flash forward again to where he runs away to, to, um, to yeah. far away. Yeah, well, he didn't run away. He was driven away. Yeah, yeah. driven away or banished. Yeah, he couldn't give a horse. You know, and, yeah. and then we get to the part where he gets the burning bush telling him that he should go back to uh, Egypt. Well, you're only going to tell a story later. I know, no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just giving you guys the cliff notes of the fact that at the time, um, Cecil wanted to fill in the gaps between yeah, yeah. now and then and before all this stuff happened. Yeah, and make a religious epic drama... Whatever, bio, almost like a biopic. But anyway, yeah. say, we're getting back into producing directing. <laughs> this is what I like. He, the guys like Cecil B. DeMille, to me, was um, a standalone guy. Uh, you know how like we like independence? Yes, we do. Well, look at this. He produced it. Cecil B. DeMille produced, directed. He narrated in the movie. He was the uh, the voiceover for all the different parts of the. The beginning and transition bits and whatever and blah 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 and his, it was his production company so technically he did everything mm. uh, and and so he was one of the original independents to a certain degree yeah he did it all and who said you can't do it all and on a grand scale such as this mm. so yeah very interesting man now it was written by and i asked mckenzie jesse lansky uh, jr uh jack gar garris and frederick Frank. And it's been taken from many books. Well, several books, of which I've got listed here. The Prince of Egypt, 1949 by Dorothy Clark Wilson. The Pillar of Fire, 1859 by J. Ingram. Graham. Uh, On Eagle's Wings by A. Southern. Southern. Uh, and um, the Book of Exodus out of the Bible, obviously. And uh, it's not written here in, the, in my notes here, but they even did some reference to the Quran because they had more stuff on Moses yeah. In the Quran and the Hags in the Bible, so they they went to all these different sources, mm. and even uh, the writings of Josephus and Philo and different things yeah. to try get this movie to be as real as possible. Yeah, they even went to Mount Sinai, and yeah. they even uh, stayed at the monastery to see hang Catherine's out with. Yeah, Sinai. see that monastery was built in honor of Moses yeah, and all well, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if honor of Moses, but for, that was where the uh, Ten Commandments supposedly came from. So, yeah. Hmm. Uh, so, the, it played a very big part yeah. to the story. That and Mike, be, Mike and I went to there, yeah. Mount Sinai. Yes, yeah, so many years ago now. Over mm. ten, no, no, and it was, it was just mm. as beautiful and wonderful looking as it was in the movie. Very desolate, but haunting, hauntingly, hauntingly beautiful, I think, in some ways. It's dark. It's 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 rocky desert. There's, there's not a lot of greenery there, but it's just something about it. You go, yeah. Ooh, okay, yeah. So you got that sort of feeling. Mm, mm. True. Strange. Mm. Anyway, irrespective. Um, anyway, who stars directs it? And I mean, well, stars it, obviously. It, yeah. Anyway, um, before I go on that, um, 
this is an extremely long movie and one of, one of the longest like movies. Like three ever. hours long. Yeah, yeah, no, well, over that, it's 220 minutes, which is almost four hours long. Mm. Uh, and that was probably one of the longest movies made mm. for an awful long time. Mm. Uh, now, budget, it gets going back to, uh, well, I was talking about money before, it cost $13 million, I believe, back in those days to make. Mm. Box office, back in those days, did $122 million. That's back in the 50s. Hmm. Now, when you equate it today, it was over a billion dollars that made a box of us. <laughs> that's a shitload of money. No. Um, <laughs> that's a lot of bucks, guys. Hey, Mike, don't swear. I can't. I can't. That's still a lot of money. You know? mm-hmm. and, 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 they did, and, and they they weren't real sure about making the movie, I believe, too. That, well, is it going to be a good money earner or bad? It's going to be a Bible thing? Yeah. yeah. Is it going to, it's going to be accepted by the, the uh, people? Yeah. And it was. Yeah, so it turns mm. out when um, Cecil went to the Egyptian authority guys, if they to allow him permission to film in Egypt, this was filmed in Egypt, as you That's know, yeah. and they were cool with this because they they loved his movie um, adaptation of the Crusades. So they pretty much uh, pretty much gave him full permission to film whatever they want he wanted. Well, reason he probably had to pay a licensing fee and and site rentals. And permissions, and they they got some money out of it, but and the locals got some jobs out of it. They had to have when they had a crowd scene of Cecil B. the Mill movies. Hmm. Actually, I'll just go to the back of my notes here. Uh, there was something really ridiculous, something like fourteen thousand bloody extra or something. Yeah. Or other. Um, they had to have so many people to play shepherds and and other oh, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. For the large crowd scenes, at least fourteen thousand extras and 15,000 animals were used in filming the Ten Commandments. Now, I'm sorry that I just can't get my head around those figures. You know, it's it's huge. But it was kind of great how they filled it all in. And uh, they didn't have to use the technology we use today. They they did a bit of blue screening, rear projection filming, Hmm. uh, and a bit of matte painting stuff there. And actually some of the matte painting covered up some of the... uh, Blue screen issues they had too. I think. Yeah, so yeah. Mm. let's move on to who stars in this for Well, because this plays <laughs> I'm a glad very you asked. There's a lot of them. Part. I'm not, not going to mention everybody who did what to whom and whatever, but I'll do my best because there's lots of good, interesting people in here. Yeah. Here we go, guys. Hick. Right, Charlton Heston. He plays the lead role of Moses, Moses. and also um, he does the voice of God at the burning bush. Um, Yul Brenner plays Ramesses II. Anne Baxter plays Nefertiri. Edward G. Robinson plays Dathan, the naughty guy. Yeah. Yvonne DiCarlo plays Sephiroth. Uh, she plays the uh, lady that marries Moses. Mm. Deborah Paget plays Lilia, mm. who's yeah. uh, got a thing for uh, Joshua. Yeah. That's <laughs> John Derry plays Joshua, very handsome young man. Mm. Sir Cedric Hardwick plays Seti I. I can't think of anyone else better suited to play the role. And Vincent Price plays Balak, oh, even though that's only a short role. How short, you may ask? I'm doing the well, cast. he did the um, he did scene, um, he did Act One and Act Two, which doesn't go he that long. He did a couple. He got killed off. Okay? He now, gets what killed I'm off. Say is, other actors included before I was rudely interrupted: Vincent Price, Judith Anderson, John Carradine, and Martha Scott. And there was a. A slew of other people in there, but yet the uh, idea they had was top-heavy and really well-known actors and actresses. And I do use the word actresses there. I know it's not completely correct, and I'm sorry, but that's the way I was brought up. Yeah. 
Yes. Anyway, irrespective, um, before Sarah takes over, um, uh, I can't think of anything. Um, she did a, I think it's about, there's a lot of stuff about this, isn't there? This movie? Yeah, that's one of the things I like yeah. about this movie. It has so much in it. I mean, it, it was put up for lots of nominations at the Oscars and different things. It didn't get a lot because obviously it only got um, nominated. Only won one award. Yeah, special effects, special effects. Yeah. not for story or directing. For seven or eight things or something. So they still got pretty. Or good. even good act, uh, actors. Yeah. But it's, but this movie is still being held in high regard even today mm. by the people in the industry. So it was good. That's one of the reasons why we're doing it. Okay. Yes. Um, I think you can take over telling the story now. I can't think of anything I want to talk yes. about. Yes. So the story begins <coughs> uh, where Cecil DeMille, he narrates the um, production throughout. Whenever he does the narration where he says, he even says the famous lines from the Bible like, and then there was light and all that stuff. Yeah, did a bit of a genesis at the beginning, beginning of it. Yeah. He, sort of he has a u- great, unique voice in this. He's a good voice. I mean, yeah. A very informative one that yeah. tells you tells you what's yeah. going on. Yeah, in the beginning, blah, 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 blah. And then later on, they had transitions and they'd, they'd do, do a voiceover to join some scenes together about the exodus and different things. What well, he did a voiceover then and different things. Yeah, and so... It, it's all worked, I think. Yeah, mm. so... Um, so you, as you know, guys know, the Egyptians are kind of badly brutalizing the Hebrews. They've enslaved them and forgot about their promise to Joseph um, to make them equals in their world. But uh, they got cheated. Got cheated badly, uh, given a bad hand, as I put it. And they'll take them as friends beginning, and then they'll turn into slaves. Yeah, yeah. it's not mentioned they're, they're in this movie, off. but this mm. is um what happened after Joseph kicked the bucket and the old fairy died, yeah. and the um Egyptian the um Egyptians took advantage of them. I, th- I think the people uh, the Hebrew race were, were going through a famine or something. They came there to seek help, and they uh, didn't leave. Well, they well no, they they got screwed over, mm. and. Uh, they t- turned up, instead of coming as uh, refugees, end up being slaves in the end. Yeah. Yeah, not So, good. anyway, mm. moving on. So, <coughs> so one day, the um, Pharaoh gets word that that there was an evil star entering the area and hints that there is um, a possible chosen one that might lead the Egyptians to a possible... No, not the Egyptians. I mean, not Egyptians, the, hi- the, the Hebrew. uh, Hebrews. Yeah. Sorry, guys. The, the, the chosen one, the Messiah yeah. they've been waiting for. Yes, mm. and the Pharaoh's solution to the problem was to kill off every m- newborn in the area because that's what the um, star means, that it's, it declares the birth of a saviour, mm. hence the um, Or a saviour or um, the liberer or something mm. rather. Yeah, like so, yeah. so the, king, the Pharaoh declared this and... Um, Yoshebel and her daughter Marion take quickly act and take baby Moses, which turns out to be John Heston's son, Francis Heston, mm. who's um, given the offer to act in the role because um, during the time John Heston was over in Egypt filming the scenes on location, um, Cecil DeMille asked... Um, Child and has his wife. Um, when's your baby going to be due? And she says probably in February. And if if it was a boy, he would get the role. Is um, <laughs> as Moses as a baby. 
and old new hold it was a boy so they cast him in this role and of course no auditions so they just went ahead mm-hmm. <laughs> so they went so I mean so back to the story um, so Moses was set off on the animal basket he was set on it by his mum to yeah. So he set off down the river, and where he meets um, um, what's her name? Um, the princess. Um, what's her name? Uh, Bithia. Yeah, Bithia, who yeah. husband passed away recently, and, and she, she have, had no children. Have any children with him. Yeah. yeah so which, which is sad. Yeah. So and no IVF back in those days. So she was given an opportunity to raise Moses and she swore um, her servant to secrecy to not reveal this to anyone. So I don't know how she was able to keep that quiet, you know, from the whole world, especially her own father and mother. Her her servant was, was she Hebrew as well? Um, um, I don't know if she, she was a slave anyway. She was a, um, I think she was a slave, but she was never in Hebrew. No, nah, she, she, she's an ordinary slave. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah maybe she, Egyptian. Yeah. Mm. It didn't like the idea of Moses being uh, coming in there as a Hebrew. Yeah, and being raised. I guess she thought yeah. it was blasphemous mm. or whatever the well, word no, is. Tr- tr- yeah, they they they, they hate them. Um, mm. Racial bias. How's that? Yeah, yes, yeah, it. Yeah. Mm. So years later, we see Charlton Heston as Moses. Um, coming back from Ethiopia after a long, yeah. after a long war. Well, not war. war uh, it's sort of a battle, but he also made, yeah. he made peace with. Yeah, as well. he made mm. a peace treaty between the two countries, mm. and this is, and this is where we meet Setes and Ramesses and Nefertiri, who, um, as it turns out, to be, <laughs> um, Moses is a love interest. Well, yeah. Yeah, well. And another interesting thing about the story is that I found out that Cecil DeMille changed the name because he didn't want any boob jokes on the poor actress's expense. uh, Nefertiti? Nefertiri? Yeah. They changed the name. Did they? They they changed it to Nefertiri instead of Nefertiti. Okay. Well, very good. Because they didn't. didn't, Yeah, well, it's a. Well, I understand what what he's he's trying to be nice to his actors. I understand well, where he's coming that's from. Okay. So anyway, moving on back to the story. So, um, let me see. Um, he was then ordered by Seti to build the um his next city, a treasure city, a treasure city, full of the Ethiopians' treasures and stuff like and that. Like a big monumental sort of city for him to yeah. Yeah. Of course, Ramses was going to be doing this job, but um, do it. but dear old Moses was assigned to the role. Yeah, well, well Ramses flicked the job out and didn't say, well, I can't do it. The, the slaves won't really see if you can do better, pretty much. Yeah. And, and he, he said, you won't be able to do it. And he did. He actually made the treasure city and did it really, really good. Yeah, in fact, um, anyway, he made yeah. then we flash forward to the building of it. And like, like Ramses predicted, most of the people were had a hard time because most of them were exhausted, and, didn't and have and any hungry, food, yeah. and 
Um, well, let's just say they were they were not feeling really up to the job. Like most workers nowadays. We also meet um, Joshua and, and Lilia, who is a lovey-dovey couple. And we also meet Dathan, who is um, a traitor to the Jewish yeah, people. Yeah, he's a Hebrew, but he's... Um He's sucking up to the Egyptian guy. Yeah, well, he's yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what's the word? Um, an overseer. An overseer yeah, who yeah. is sort of a supervisor. Yeah. Of but sorts. A, but a real mongrel. Mm. Yeah, he's a, a bit of a gospel mongrel. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> didn't, didn't 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 love his own people was more more, more interesting than loving himself and sucking up everybody. Yeah. yeah, and he was assigned by Ramesses to go and find this chosen this, one. This deliverer person. Because mm. Ramesses is set the task by Setis to find this deliverer. Yes. Hmm. And he's and he's not doing a good job at it. <laughs> Well, Sandy gave him a little bottle and said, if, he, if this deliverer is a myth, bring him to me in this bottle. If he's a man, bring him to me in chains or something rather. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So anyway, um, they didn't need deliverer. As it turns out, Moses turned out to be a great employer to work for. As yeah. even Moses, <laughs> even in his good capacity, get, helped a poor lady who turned out to be his mum from being well, crushed to yeah, death by the rocks. He his mum. He's biological mother. Never met. Mm. And he also gave the, the um, slaves the chance to have some some a ration of grain yeah. and a day of rest. Yeah, well, he broke into the temple granaries where they're supposed to be uh, uh, the grain was supposed to be put aside for the gods, but the, the people were starving, so he went in there with some slaves and broke open the uh, silos <laughs> and. Um, they made lots of bread and stuff to feed the slaves and they're happy and healthier and fitter and they work better. Yeah, they did. Aha. And, of course, Seti heard about it and thought that... that he said, is that, he doing it for his glory or my glory? Mm, yeah, somewhere. Mm. Mm, yes. He he does go, go with Ramesses to find the, see the final stages of the um, construction and he got to witness the um, the... What was it? The um, the um, obelisk being oh, yeah, raised but, but, yeah, by yeah. say millions of sl slaves. Thousands, not millions, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, had this um, uh, yeah, raising an obelisk, uh, a huge one, so yeah. yeah, tallest in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. but or not what? necessarily. Mm. It just sounds good for the movie. Yeah. But anyway. <coughs> yeah, and of course Moses proves both to Ramesses and Seti that that. The city was made of brick. The stronger they're many, the starving they're few, the dead make none. Yeah. Meaning, approving a, a point that you cannot starve your people and then make them expect to build yeah. the city. If you've got, you got a horse, you're going to feed him and look after him and, and he'll work well for you. You'll be able to ride him anytime you like and he'll be you know, strong and healthy. Well, same with slave. Yeah. You know, so and Satis was impressed by this. Yeah. And he says that he promises to Moses that he'll get his name carved on every pilot on the... Um, on the temple. Every monument and obelisk and everything and yeah. you know, have his name written next to his. Wow. And of course, Ramesses was going to get it nowhere. Yeah, in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and of <laughs> course, as Setis and Moses walk away, um, Ramesses is, you know, annoyed and he says that um, that the city he, he builds will bear my name. The woman he loves will bear my child. And so it will be written and so it will be done. Yeah. This is um, sort of the same quote they use throughout this movie. So it will be written, let it be done. Yeah. yeah. Very, I like that one. Yeah. Speak, so meanwhile, yeah. Um, Nefertiri, who's um, 
talking to a servant menant. That's the um, um, servant that was the main one. The um, that belonged to um, Moses' mum. She then tells her that that Moses is not going to be um, the chosen Pharaoh because he is a Hebrew. Yeah, son of a Hebrew slave. Yeah, and so. in her, you know, only way we could think of that Nefertiti could do was kill um, Memnet. Memnet in the most by throwing her off the, the um, balcony, balcony. Yeah. And, and killing well, her. That gets rid of the problem. Yeah, but it doesn't bit. stop there. Um, Memnet left um, sort of a, a leftover baby blanket that had the markings of Hebrew. He- or Hebrew weave, yeah, weaved. yeah, pattern, yeah. Yeah, and Moses discovers this in um, Nefertiri's room, and he then goes to his mother to find out um, what is going on. And she breaks down a bit. And yeah. She lets him know a bit, and he goes and finds his biological mother. Yeah, oh. well, she goes first to him to her, to oh, them yeah, in yeah. order to get them to leave the country so that Moses would never find them. Yeah, but, a few, fort- a few bucks, yeah. but fortunately, dear old Char- dear old Moses um, appears <laughs> and t- and tells her that reminds her that only Pharaoh is allowed to free slaves, yeah. not the um, princess of Egypt is allowed exactly. to free. Exactly. So, anyway, irrespective, he, he meets his biological mother and he all all is revealed. And, yeah, well, and of course Moses has to well then we flash forward to say a few days later maybe i'm not sure oh yeah but day or two later, a week later and whatever. we see yeah. moses in the um, mud pits with all the other slaves yeah. Yeah. and he's working hard in the mud pits and yeah brick making area yeah, yeah. Mm. and where he watches firsthand the um horrible treatment from the other s- slaves get yeah yeah the, the overseers and their Leading hands or whatever you want to call yeah. them, yeah, they, those guys. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Meanwhile, um, he then meets up with Lydia, who, I mean, yeah, Lydia, um, Lydia? who, Who's Lydia? I mean, the um, the um girl, the water girl. You keep changing people's names. Sorry, <laughs> Lydia. Mm. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Lilia. Lilia, sorry. <laughs> so Lilia. Um, Lilia was a tattooed lady. After s- Jamarks. Okay, yeah. so she gives him some water and tells him uh, that he sounds and looks familiar to her, like she knew him from a previous whatever. Encounter. Meanwhile, Balak, um, who's um, played by Vince Price, I mentioned, also notices her and wants to make her into a house slave. More like amongst other things. Yes. So you are good looking lady. Yes. So, and Moses, and she's not the only one who gets promoted. As it turns out, Moses, after he tries to help an old man who gets, um, who was in the mud pit, um, was badly stamped, speared because he refused to work. And and he spoke what he thought. Yeah, told them that not to, um that they're men not animals not yeah, stuff and yeah, yeah. the man took um a sort of a, a straw cutter and stabbed threw, him in the stomach and him, yeah and killed him in shame 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 yeah and of course the man the old man gets carried off by moses and the old man says in the most interesting moment in this movie where he says that death was better than bondage and how he's 
that his prayers remain unanswered. And he's, and Moses asked, what prayer is that? And he says, let before death be close my eyes. Before, See the face uh, of my deliverer. And that will lead all men to freedom. And he closed his eyes and not aware that the deliverer is right there in front of Holding him. Holding him. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> and then, of course, Moses mm. is promoted to work the mud. <laughs> yeah, he got a promotion. He's now, he, he's a mud mixer thing. Yes. He's a cement mixer. No, no, Yeah, but that doesn't last long. As it turns out, Nefertiri, who's in the area, offers him him to be one of her men on a barge. Yeah, she knew who he was. (laughs) Yes, she noticed him right away. So she um, asked, he was ordered out of the mud pit and follows after her. And of course, they have a bit of a romantic moment, even though deep down he knows that he cannot go back to the palace and pretend everything is all better. Yes, he he wants to uh, be there for his people and try to do something. And she says, well, why don't you come back and be Pharaoh? And if it's become Pharaoh, then you can do something about their problems. Yeah, you can release them if you want to. Yeah, but he didn't quite see it that way. He said, yeah. I have something to do before I... You know, yeah, yeah, he said that he promises he'll come to the Pharaoh's Jubilee, but before then he can he has something important to do. He has to it save... Has he has to save... What, Joshua, jo- yeah. No, not Joshua. Um, Lily? Lilia. From being a slave to Balak. Yes. So he goes there and... Of course, the yeah is all dressed up in finery. Really nice studs. Yeah, 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 she would not recognize her. She looks like if she was a princess. In she looked really hot. And Joshua <laughs> appears, and he sets fire to the to the stables. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And he tries to fight off Balak best as he can, but he's outmanned by his men. Yeah, lots of slaves and other and soldiers and stuff. Balak yeah. plans mm. to whip him to death. So. But luckily enough, Joshua is not the um, begging sort. He's no. more the strong, capable sort. Yeah, mm. Joshua. Yeah. Mm. Eventually, Moses appears and then fights Balak and kills him, which is hinted in the story that in Moses' story that he did stand up for a Hebrew yeah. in the story yeah, yeah. and killed an Egyptian. <clears throat> yeah, and that's one of the reasons why he was banished. Yes. Mm. Anyway, this is where Joshua f- realizes that right then there, that Moses is the very ma- chosen one to be lead them out of bondage and all that. And who else has heard this? None other than Dathan, the naughty guy. And Dathan, in his <coughs> acting cryptically in this in the next scene yep. with Ramesses, he tries to tell them about who's who most likely is the savior. And, and I will deliver it. Deliver it. As it turns oh, out. However, uh, it's going to be really, really yeah. good. And I want lots and lots of uh, yeah. uh, money and goodies yeah. for telling you the information. Yeah. He so wants him to give him his freedom and the water g- yeah. girl, yeah. Lydia, yeah. Lydia. And Balak's house. house. Everything. And, and more. Yeah. And, of course, dear old... Um, Ramsey says, I'll give you all this, but if you do not give me the answer, I'll slash your throat. Pretty much. Good retirement plan, hey, folks. And, of yeah. course, <laughs> Dathan um, gives in and says, the deliverer is Moses. And, of course, Ramsey says, why out of why would an Egyptian uh, would go ahead do and do that? Because he's not 
Yes. Ah. And Dathan admits that Moses is not Egyptian, he's Hebrew. And this gives Ramesses the leverage he looks looking for exactly. against Ma- Moses. So he can have it all too. So on the day of the Jubilee, everything is in full swing. Dances, food, the you know what's the worst. Sex, drugs and rock and roll. Yeah, yeah oh, whatever. whatever. <coughs> and... Everyone is awaiting Moses to appear, and then Ramesses presents the Pharaoh with a gift, the empty ju- the empty bottle, as we mentioned. Yeah. And he then says that mentions that his promise about the um, myth, if is if the if the man if the liver be a um, myth, put him bringing to me in the bottle. If he's a man, bring to me in chains. Yes, and he says that hmm. it, the reason the bottle is empty is because he's no myth. Uh-huh. And then he then summons the um, um, Moses, and this is like a mirror reflect, reflect reference to the first opening scene when Moses appeared as a hero, but now he appears as a slave in this scene. Yeah, opposite in the spectrum. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mirror reflections, you know. One minute he's a, he's a hero of to the public, the next moment he's a slave Scum. and a traitor. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where Ramesses says to the public that tells his the Egyptians that Moses is a traitor and the fact he's the um chosen one and yada yada yada. And Moses doesn't says he's he's not sure if he's the one, but if he did was able to release these he slaves, would. he would. So I said he was a bit annoyed. Yeah, but he doesn't have it in himself <clears throat> to punish Moses because he loves him dearly like a son. Yeah, so he said, Ramses, you do it. And he even banishes dear old Bethia because she he, deceived him yes. all those years. So I don't want to see you here around anymore. So Meaning, she was obviously sent to another palace somewhere. Or, or sent, or just banished. No, she was just sent to another palace or mm. another room. Or you know, another area. So they would have to see each other. Yeah, yeah so... <sighs> She and this was a brief warning that Moses got when he heard from Nefertiri earlier, saying that Bethia would probably be exiled or sentenced to death. So she's given the um a lighter sentence by being um exiled. exiled. Yeah. So th- she's gotten the better um get better end of the um stick, so to speak. Well, Not no, that's a no, relief. No, no, no. But Works she's move. but yeah. she's gonna lose her own son, even though she's it's not her legitimate son. But she she raised him. Yeah, mm-hmm. so anyway, hmm. um then Seti said while Moses has been dragged off to the well not dragged, he's walks off to the dungeons, he then says that Moses' name will be stricken from all public you know, you know, Novels from every obstacles and temples and, temples and <coughs> scriptures, which is explains why we never have any historic documents yeah. about Moses. His name was taken out. Yeah. History was rewritten. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. If you guys look it up, you'll find that Moses that you'll be. It's a little hard to find Moses, although it does mention a detailed document of the ec- of the plagues that went. Yeah, that was down. it. But didn't actually mention Mo- Moses there. Hey. Once my discipline Moses was there leading the people out. Yeah, and we are, don't know yeah. the name of the real pharaoh who really did no, fight against actually, him. Um, we won't go into that because mm. they, they just use Ramesses and Seti and mm. and uh, They're famous and names, these guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, these, these names are well known. I mean, I'm, I would, uh, Tin, you know, Tutankhamun would have come there if he was a bit older. 
but yeah, but he died young. Yeah, so, everyone yeah. knows Toon yeah. Carmen was a yeah. ni- um, 19 when he died. Yeah, so he couldn't come in. It. But they did used to use some names which everyone knew. Oh, they're, they're, they're back then, we'll bung them in. Yeah. But they're not the right people at the right time. But we're not going to go into that. I mean, yeah. It's not an archaeological um, yeah. podcast. Yeah, so meanwhile... Um, Ramesses and Nefertiri came to Moses in the dungeon and Ramesses says he's going to let Moses live but he's going to be sent off in exile too eventually. Yeah. And so um that was so that's his 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 punishment. Mm. Meanwhile, while this is happening, Dathan is settling in to um Balak's house and he's made Lilia, his um, um, his service, his servant for her, for him, and she begs him not to, you know, d- you know, damage herself, dump, you know, but he says that, it, but if she doesn't give in, then Joseph, I mean Joshua, is going to be sentenced to a horrible death on the spikes or, or in the mines the of top co- of mines in. Where- yeah, so Somewhere. he's given the choice of either dying in a on a, on a spikes whatever that is. or in or given life to live in the mines. So she's given mm. the um, hard choice of giving her body up to Dathan. Yeah. So this Freak. is kind of sad, and the worst part is <coughs> that when her family hears about this, they kind of dis- they kind of disowned her and yeah. do- and don't want anything to do with her. She had a choice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, She gave her gave up her freedom to the options Mm. weren't very good. I mean, either be there and let yourself be taken advantage of, or probably be beaten or die. I mean, I would have chosen her way probably. Yeah, Yeah. she she kind of made a very difficult choice, and and even though that she had to give up the man she loved. This is a four-hour movie. Okay, okay, (laughs) sorry. Okay, moving on. Moses is given, um, taken to, um, to down the road to get himself ready to head off to exile. They give him one day rations of bread and water, which is far, uh, far less. Yeah, meaning uh, that he really needs it's several days, uh, maybe a week to get across the desert. Yeah, yeah. and so um, Moses then is also offered, um, his mother's robe that she passed away not too long ago. That's right, yeah, yeah, Yosebel, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, he, then he makes his, say, few, his months or months right. journey across the, the desert. desert. Whatever, it could have, it, I don't know if it was a couple of weeks or a week, we don't know. Yeah, yeah it yeah. could have been mu- months, <laughs> I like to know. Anyway, so he wanders the desert for so many um, period de- of time. periods of time, and on the and during the night time, he hears of voices. I often think they're the voices of people who are suffering because you know in Egypt. Maybe God was talking to him. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway, he finally made his well his way to a well in Midian. Yeah. I don't know how, how far away is media in e- from Egypt. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's somewhere. 
it could be in Sinai Peninsula, or it could be in Egypt. It could be in Bali, for all I know. Anyway, <laughs> he may have been walking around in circles, for all I know. Too. He could have. He could have been next door to. He could, yeah, that's how Anyway, um, Moses soon arrives there, and he meets the. Let me see. How many girls were there? Seven. Seven, um, daughters of um, Sheikh of Medium, whatever they call it. <sighs> And they get attacked by ruffians, Jeth- Amerikites, I think they were. Seven daughters, but seven girls were the daughters of Jethro, who was a Bedouin yeah, Jeth- sheik. Okay, Jethro the sheik. Yeah, Jethro, a Bedouin sheik. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. of course, um, they get attacked by some ruffians. Um, Amicalites. Amical- yeah, and they and want to demand those, water yeah. from their well, which is not theirs. Well, it's her father Jethro's well. He actually... Had it built, dug, whatever, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. had his um his his title on the on the well. His name was on it. Yeah, of course Moses steps in, attacks them, tells them to get lost. <laughs> and all the girls love him. Oh, yeah. there's, not, there's, there's not a lot of young men in this area. Yeah. So, mm. well, one of the actresses who plays one of the um, oh, young yeah. girls is about eighteen years of age. Oh, no, no, sixteen wasn't she? Yeah, eighteen or sixteen. Oh, yeah, you were really young. Yeah. She was underage, and she was not allowed to be in the company of two, the um, older actors too yeah. much. Yeah, unless this is as is being. Acting or something, rather. Yeah. She couldn't socialise with them. Yeah, yeah she couldn't being... socialise with Charlton Heston unless her mother was present. Her mother might have liked it. Mm. <laughs> oh, don't go there, oh, Mike. We, okay, don't sorry, want to, we don't want to have the same incident happen with Errol, Errol Flynn. Flynn. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, anyway, yeah. moving on. So, um, Moses makes his acquaintance to the Sheik and they agreed to allow him to stay at their, yeah. at their convenience. And he helps them uh, and becomes um, a valued... Member of the tribe. Yeah. He helps um, become a, sh- a valuable shepherd amongst their yeah. people. And a very good negotiator. He, he, he got the other sheiks in the area to pull their uh, sheepskins or what it was. Sheepskins? Mm. They were selling, whatever. And he got a good price for their uh, stuff at mar- market because he sold it as a job lot. And then they just d- divvied up the profits. Yeah. Mm. And in return for his valuable services... Um, she, um, um, what's his name again? Jethro. Jethro offers... Think of the Beverly Hillbillies. Jethro. So, okay, <laughs> Jethro offers uh, Moses either seven of, of his daughters for a wife. Either, not all of them. Well, one of them, one of them anyway. Seven? Well, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course, six of them are going to dance to, for Moses, while um, Sephra, one. who's the oldest, um, goes to tend the sheep. And she's the wisest. Like, if she was... If, the, if roles were reversed, mm. per se, guys, she would make a really valuable queen. In and well, see, see, that's something about her... Uh, I'll talk about the, the, the uh, casting later on, but there was something about her looks that Cecil the Mill light, and the other people had to wear contact lenses to give their eyes a brownie look to them because their eyes were too grey or blue or whatever. But she was allowed to have her eyes natural, hmm. which were a grey colour, because she was going to be special to going to be Mary Moses, and she had to be a bit different. Exactly. Interesting, hey? Yeah. So, um, eventually the girls dance, and Moses um, likes likes the girls, but but he realizes that he's not. He doesn't feel he up to ready. choosing. He wasn't ready. He had unfinished business in his head. So yeah. he goes up to see um, Sephra and tells her how much. Well, she then talks about um, his past love back in Egypt that he kind of misses a little bit. That's left a scar on his heart. 
and Same. and dear old and how she that she then tells him about how that type of love is fleeting and that yeah. love is that the love that she would offer would be a love that will be everlasting. everlasting. Mm-hmm. And and she was, I mean, if I had a choice between Sephora and uh, Bugalodge back at the palace, I would have taken her anyway because she was a real woman and a real lady and wasn't just a, um, yeah. a what, do you, what do you call it, um, a social animal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference between um, <laughs> Nefertiri and Sephra. Yeah. Um, Sephra is the logical but yet Very nice, nice qu- quality um, yeah. lady, while Nefertiri is um, a bit of a flirt, a flirt and yeah, sexy, sexy <laughs> and does anything she wants to yeah, for willful yeah. yeah. in order to get what she wants. Yeah. So anyway, Moses accepts um, Sephra as his wife, of course, and she accepts, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, um, when we flash forward and found out Seti's passed away and his last dying moments, he says Moses. Yeah, he wasn't going to speak his name ever again, but in his last moments, he mentioned his name. Because Cause he, missed, he him. missed him a lot. As one would. Yes. Oh, and he probably shame. feels guilty about what he's done. Anyway, what? moving on. No. So... Um, we flash forward again, flash. Um, back to a few, say a few more years, yeah, where well, he, Moses and Sephra have a kid a named, little, little um, yeah, a little boy Rastus, named. Rastus? Um, no. Well, I'm not sure his name. No. I know it's in the Bible somewhere. Rastus. <laughs> no? Don't be rude. Okay. No. And anyway, um, Sephra discovers a man amongst their sheep that turns out to be Joshua, who has escaped the mines and yeah, has been looking. and has come looking for Moses. And he found him. Yeah. Not bad. Didn't yeah. even have a GPS or anything. Any, oh, sorry. Yeah, he was lucky. Uh, he, no God social was, media. God was on his side for coming to, all that way to tell Moses to... We need you. Yeah. Anyway, um, Moses... Then Joshua tells him about a bush that's burning up there, and Moses mm. decides to go investigate it. Yeah. He so he climbs God. so he climbs up the Mount Sinai until he sees the burning bush that you bush all know. The bush isn't being consumed by the flame. So he knew it was a mystical place. Yeah. And, and then he hears God's voice. It start, sounds remarkably like Charlton Heston's yeah, voice, doesn't it? Yeah, that was an idea that Charlton Heston had. He kind of presented this idea while he was at the monastery where he was discussing it with the rabbi and Cecil DeMille, and he said, maybe my voice should be portrayed by, you know, be narrated as God. And he says that God's voice could be um, narrated by, you know, be the voice inside your... Yeah, the voice you hear in your head would be a voice similar to your own. Yeah, exactly. But then you just made a little bit deeper and stuff, a little bit more authoritative and blah, 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 you know. But um, that was uh, Charlton Heston did that. Yeah, and that he was, didn't do it in the other bit. Yeah, in the other bit, much later, another I'll tell you, it was another person that was um, uncredited in this movie. Yeah, I got his name written down somewhere, but yeah, he did the uh, somebody else, <coughs> and I think he's a member of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir or something rather. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, Moses, after he talked to God, who tells him to go to Egypt and do what he must do, um, he comes he comes down and his hair is. Com- slightly changed yeah, he's, he's a bit and whitey. he's he's no longer wearing his sandals which it was another hit john heston suggestion that 
no way um, most would put his shoes back on after he encountered yeah. God. He said, "What? I, I'm, I'm, yeah." He just shocked, stunned, whatever. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have his pole with him. He wouldn't have his shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, he he had this everything. pole because that plays a key piece to um, the whole Moses thing. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, he had his pole. Yeah. Mm. So he then says to Joseph that and his wife. <laughs> He's going to Egypt, and Joshua is thrilled by this. He says, you are God's messenger. We sent the day of deliverance. And so he asked, so he said, we'll get water and bread, and we'll leave at once. And Sephora objects at first, but she finally gives in and says, your God is my God. And Moses allows her to come along. And we get a bit of an intermission. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, well, actually, they're putting in the mission that's moved you so long. So, yeah. Now, okay, go, you can go to the toilet now. Are you back? Okay, okay fine, so, yeah. and then Cecil comes in and says, so Moses said, so God says, go, return to Egypt. And, G- and Moses said, Moses took his wife and his child and took the staff of the rod in his hands, all that stuff. I can't really remember the words, but I know the fact Cecil DeMille says some awesome words throughout this Actually, movie. Actually, Cecil DeMille's a very good narrator. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love it. Um, I do like it, yeah. He also made a narration, <coughs> at the, uh, an opening appearance at yeah. the beginning as, you know, I often thought that was really uh, remarkable when he did that. An epilogue's at the end. What's the... Uh, a what's prologue. A prologue, probably. Yeah. He had a prologue. Did he, have, he didn't do an epilogue there, didn't he? Um, Not the end, uh, no. No, he didn't. And everybody lived happily ever after. No, he didn't do one of those. No, no, no. 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 So anyway, so Moses arrives at a sort of a a ceremony where they were giving gifts to Pharaoh, offerings, whatever. So he walks in. Yeah. And he offers the the word of God. And Nefertiri and Ramesses recognize him at once. And, of course, Moses, like in the book, we all know, he says... Let my people go. And, and he, and he Rem- staff on the ground. Yeah, or um, Aaron did, because Aaron oh. always is sort of his right-hand man in this or role. Or left-hand man. Or so he f- throws down the staff and Turns then it transforms into a snake. And the priests try to throw down their staff. And they did the same thing. And But somehow <laughs> Moses' um, snake swallows up the two others. Yeah. Which, unseen, but it's pretty much in, in, implied. Given. <coughs> and uh oh okay yeah no way can their pr- the priests could um copy oh, that hey, hey good trick yeah give us another one yeah uh, that's what Mo- Ramesses said he says that um that because of M- Moses the servants the slaves will have to um you know bricks, bricks without straw. straw so Bugger. so he then so Moses was for well, so the slaves had to be forced to travel in the woods at night to get them the wood the sh- straw yeah. themselves. Yeah, and so it made it work harder. Yeah. Needless to say, we went through some other plagues, which you won't say each one individually. Yeah. Because even the movie didn't go. At one each point, one. Um, Nefertiri <laughs> tries to um, um, what's the <coughs> word? Um, tries to um. Um, seduce Moses. Yeah, it would work for me. Yeah. But he reminds her that he's a married man and there's no way in hell he's going to seduce her because he's married. And, yeah, stuff. And there, but 
um, Nefertiri doesn't take no for an answer, as it turns out. She tries again, and this time when, when danger was approaching, that is one of the plagues dealing with the firstborn getting killed, she sends Sephra and her, his son away yep. to protect them, but I often think there was an alternative motive for that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I don't so, know. I think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and of course, he turns her down like, well, as she quotes, like a strumpet in the streets. <laughs> a strumpet. What a what a word, strumpet. Yes. I know what a crumpet is. But yes. Uh, as I said before, there's many plagues in this movie, as I mentioned, and one of the plagues they couldn't duplicate in this was the, the frog play. <laughs> there was going to be a scene where Nefertiri <laughs> is sleeping in bed, and these frogs jump on her bed, and... and and, yeah, but they got couldn't, these mechanical frogs. They couldn't get the work properly. Yeah, so they just, so if it didn't work, they didn't put it in. Yeah, so, yeah. they were left with. Hey, that could be another five minutes of the movie, as long enough as it was. You know, yeah, uh, true. But they, I guess, um, they'll have to cut, make cuts here and yeah. there. But anyway, irrespective. Irrespective, <laughs> the word of mouth is better than nothing, as yeah. I often say. So they mentioned they referred to the other plagues, the locusts, the frogs, and other good groovy Yeah, they did. Yeah. We do get to see the Red Sea, which is awesome. Well, not the Red Sea. The the, the, the river turned. The river turned. Turning red yeah, with yeah, blood. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which was which was a damn good special effect. We won't tell you anything about the special effect. You're gonna have to watch the movie yeah. yourself. But the only we, thing I could tell yeah. you that they had a pipe <laughs> underneath the um, water uh, stage where it pumps out uh, red liquid. Yes, uh, like a hose. Yes, I know this. And there was an interesting <laughs> scene where where Ramses was pouring water from an actual jar, and there was a bit of a cut, sort of a, a sort of uh, secret uh, uh, compartment uh, in it yeah, that uh, had red liquid. It had two in compartments it. inside the jug, so it started pouring water, and then all of a sudden it started pouring the yeah. red liquid and out. And this is before CGI <clears throat> and other things. That's kind not of a magic trick, that one. Yeah, but it's a clever magic trick, an old-fashioned one yeah, that yeah, you never think one. about. Anyway. So, moving on. So <laughs> the next um, one we do get to see is the hail and three days of darkness. And that sort of stuff. And, it's, of course, it was really cool. <clears throat> And Ramesses is still being a pain in Yeah, he still refuses to give in, even after his priests and his generals tell him to give in eventually. We can't fight this guy. Yeah, yeah they said they can't fight plagues with swords. Yeah, and then uh, Ram Ramesses uh, getting really annoyed at Moses, and Moses said, well, the next plague will be, uh, what's the word? He says um, that... The king, uh, the pharaoh will nominate what the next plague's going to be, or something, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. he, and he makes a comment, uh, mm. the firstborn of Hebrew. Yeah, the firstborn of Egypt will... Yeah, no, I made, mean, no, firstborn he, of Hebrew. Hebrew will die. But it reflect back on him, and God meant the firstborn of Egypt. He put mm. the curse on the Egyptians. Yeah. yeah. Somehow, but, yeah. dear old... Um, of course, as I said before, yeah. um, Nefertiri goes to warn her um, Sephra and... Um, Moses' son about this, and they were sent off to um, to parts unknown. Anyway, anyway, anyway. so the angel uh, goes through there. Of course, Moses um, wants her that there's a chance that Moses, that Ramesses' son, will get killed eventually too. But she denies all fact that Moses will kill her son because. It's her son, duh. But and, and, this and, is yeah. not up to him. This is God's God. decisions. Uh -huh. So this is up to him. <clears throat> God, anyway, right. not. So meanwhile, they 
Moses eventually declares to everyone to make sure you have some blood on your doors. Yeah, you get some lens blood mark your, your, around your door so the angel of death will pass safely. Yes. And, and leave the people inside. Uh, uh, um, keep them safe and out of harm's way. Yes, yeah. and Joshua makes his duty to do the same for... Um, Where Lilia. Yeah, and Dathan live. Dathan didn't know about this. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't want any blood on his door. Yeah, uh, he thinks that if he was labelled blood on his door... He'd make him Hebrew again. The Egyptians would like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, never mind. But <laughs> Josh, Joshua has heart set on saving his love interest. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Anyway, anyway moving right along. Moving right along. So, um, we, they then have that ceremony where they're inside, and we hear a lot of screaming and screeches yeah, yeah. from outside. Yeah, the firstborn, it didn't say first male, did it? No, just so firstborns. Firstborns. So what would happen to anyone firstborn, no, no, no matter what age... And what yeah, um, yeah, sex yeah. you are... Yeah, they would just drop you off, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and what age range doesn't matter. Yeah, it didn't say male or female either. Mm. So it's just firstborn, period. Yeah, yeah. So the people drop, dropping off there. Yeah. Mm. And uh, in the end, uh, the good old Pharaoh says, enough. And he said, he exi- exiles the Hebrews. And he said, okay, go. Bugger off! Don't want you here no more. You know, yeah, yeah, and of course, Ramses' son is is dead, and he um he then tries to pray um on a sort of a altar that's pretty much that won't answer back. <laughs> Statue of a jackal. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not a jackal. It was a hawk. Hawk. Well, yeah. a, What's that? Wasn't that Horace? Um, um, Lord of Darkness, I don't yeah, know. I'm not be, a friend. Uh, not Horus, that's the other guy. Like, anyway, Horus, moving on. Yeah, the next morning, we get the, the um, big announcement from Aaron that arise, that behold the hour, the dawn of freedom, where Yay. and all horns sound. And <laughs> this is where the scene we mentioned earlier about the millions and millions and trillions of they people that they... About 14,000 people, not 14, millions. 14,000 people that Cecil DeMille employed to do the scene. Think of the catering bill. I'm thinking about the costume bill. Oh, yeah. No, no, maybe not the costume bill because if you look at um if you go to Middle East, you notice the costumes, the clothing hasn't changed over the years. They still wear those uh, galabios and different things and yeah. yeah, they have they have the same sort of clothes. So the costumes hasn't changed very yeah. much over the years. Back in those days there it's um it wouldn't mean contemporary stuff. They might still be wearing sandals, they have a galabayo on or yeah. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Yeah, and most of the time yeah. the um the um headdresses, the cattle haven't changed. The yeah. people still probably have the cattle and and ducks and, and, ducks and, and, and stuff and like that, and, and look stuff. after yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. so a, a bit of close up work you might have had of people mm-hmm. for the people dressed up, but mm-hmm. but still fourteen odd thousand people plus about fifteen odd thousand uh, animals and stuff, and that's a lot of lives that a lot of people mm-hmm. take care of. Mm-hmm. And actually, let's just stop for a minute. Where are these people actually coming out of? Egypt there, that big facade of the temple, that's all being made out of wooden stuff. It's mm. just only a wooden facade to make it look like it's real. Yeah. Behind that was all the cafeterias and accommodation and yeah. all, and the corrals for the animals and everything. Yeah. And you wouldn't know. And that mm. wasn't far from the Giza Plateau from memory, was it? Yeah. Where the three pyramids are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of, yeah. Course, yeah. of course, when they built the set itself, so you know what Cecil DeMille said when they first he first saw it? He said, paint it. <laughs> Well, probably. I think that he they they he just thought it needs to be look more but more to modern, well, or not no, modern, just I, um something yeah. that's that's done today, not last year. 
No, I think what he means to say it, it may look like stone and stuff, like it looks like now, but he wanted to make it look like it was made 3,000 years ago with the yeah. right paint that they would have put on yeah, it. Cause yeah, because yeah, back yeah, then, yeah. despite the pack back years ago, I mean, now, the paint would have been chipped off now, well, but... The, the, the sand would have abraded, and the wind and stuff would have ripped off, like yeah. sandpaper, yeah. But back then, it would have been a fresh paint. Fresh, fresh, yeah, yeah, exactly right. So, yeah. anyway... Carry on. So, Moses and his people then t- took their leave, and it was an awesome scene. I liked how they, they moved in, in, in sequence in this. Yeah, it was they, really incredible. They got, got organised properly, and, and, and they left and then yeah. Pharaoh changed his mind and chased them a couple of days later. Yeah, and... Heading off towards Red Sea, obviously. Yeah, and of course, Nefertiri is all looking forward to Moses' blood spirit on Leon's yeah, sword. So come back with Moses' blood on your sword. And, of course, Ramsey says, to mingle with your own, meaning yeah. he's pissed that they that yeah. he, she was throwing herself at Moses' feet for... Anyway, for, Moses, for, the next thing you have Moses at the Red Sea with his people. Yeah, and they're making plans on where to go next. And all of a sudden they hear thundering hooves in the distance. Yeah. Aha. Yeah, and they thought, well, Joshua thought that they might use some of their carts and some of their other and their equipment to fend them off, but they didn't have anything stronger than... than and, and Moses told them to pull back. And, uh, and God came in and did this big pillar of fire there. Yeah. And it was a boundary. Uh, so yeah. So they, they couldn't come through. Yeah. Dathan yeah. kept interjecting in here and there saying that if we go, where are we going to go now? Ground the sea? How long will that fire last? Till it blah, 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 blah. And of course, um, there's the, the most memorable scene in this movie where Moses raises his hands and this is where my favorite bit, he then, op- the, then the God opens, opens up. up and it was yeah, I'm so gonna stop, cool. I'm going to stop here. This special effect was done in Egypt, mm-hmm. and it was also done in the studios back in America. Yeah, cool. uh, it was. I did. I don't want to say too much about it, but they 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 made the parting of the Red Sea, <laughs> the main parts of it. In a large car park mm. at the studios, there they had a bit of uh, a huge water tank in there, and they did stuff, and they did some waterfalls, they inverted them until the things are nine degree angles. They did a lot of work and matte paintings and everything to bring this together. Yeah, the guy who put this together, Cecil. The, no, the guy, he's, he's director of uh, special effects, whatever oh, yeah. that guy. That guy who put that together was a genius even by today's standards. I, I think he's still held in high regard for that special effect. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, it was really incredible. And I like the quote one of the um, actors mm. said in this movie where he says, God opened the sea with the blast of his, his nostrils. nostrils. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I right. love that bit of Lucky funny didn't joke. sneeze. Wouldn't have been yeah. there at all. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Joshua leads the people into the, into the, um, the, um, into the, into the, into the river or whatever yeah, well, across the, uh, across the, the um, red sea, the red sea. Yeah. and of course some people are still freaked out or, or and they, they, yeah. what are we going to be talking all night well i think it was <laughs> extraordinary the scene oh, everyone no. was watching it it was like 
Wow, it's like they're... I just saying how wonderful they were. Yeah. It's and marvellous. Yeah. yeah, eventually the fire dies down. And, of course, like clockwork, the um, Pharaoh the Hebrew, and his... The Hebrew almost to the other side. Yeah, and Pharaoh's yeah. soldiers, they then make their way across there, which, not thinking at the time, that maybe, just maybe, it will come down upon them. And guess what? Once the Hebrew got the other side, uh, God cleared his nose... And let the water come back in again. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And drowned all the uh, well, the uh, troops salt. that were following the hero. Yeah, anyway, and they were dead. Ramses goes back home to his missus, wanting to kill her, and she said, where's Moses' blood? And, and he throws his sword down and says, something, something about he really is God or something or other? No, he says, his God is, is God. Yeah, someone, yeah. So he finally ex- uh, accepts it's, the fact that Moses' God is a real God. And... Yeah. Um, I think that we were discussing not last night that how um, some dic- some people came into Egypt and kind of I think took the, over. Uh, no, uh, if you go through history, well, I'm not talking about history now, but just a quickie. <coughs> people say, oh, yes, this didn't really happen. Well, I'm fr- I, I, I really love archaeological and uh, Egyptology books. Back in those days, um, if you do a revised chronology... Uh, I'm not going to go into who did it and whatever. There was a massive depopulation of Egypt way back at that period of time. And I think the Hittites or someone came in and took over for a period of time. Because the massive depopulation, they lost so many troops. They had the sl- slaves had gone. Everything was going, going pear-shaped there. And the other guys almost just walked in and mm-hmm. took over. Yeah. I think it was the Hittites. I can't remember at the moment. But yeah, I don't, I don't think it was Nebuchadnezzar's or... Nubians or somebody, I think mm. it was the Hittites. But the point still remains is it was, it was a cakewalk for them because everything went to poo for them back then, about 3,000 years ago. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, actually, revised chronology, I think it was Emmanuel Velikovsky, um, the guy who was in charge of the Israeli um, university or museum or something, university, uh, and he did a revised chronology and everything locks in and you actually see how it all works. So anyone who's interested... Go and have a check out of the Emmanuel Velikovsky's book, uh, books uh, about covering the revised chronology and stuff. You'll probably find out that um, what I'm saying is true. I don't mm. care if you do or don't because it's up to you, but it makes for a very good read. Yes. Anyway, so, moving right no, along. Moving right <laughs> along. So the um, Hebrews arrive at the Mount Sinai and Moses went up to the mountain for 40 yeah. days and 40 nights. Yeah, 40, yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> <coughs> to all his people downstairs, he, they think he's he gone dead. dead. And Joshua went up there too. Yeah, not he, all the way up. Yeah, just halfway, halfway up. up. We're waiting for him to come back. Yeah. And what a good friend. So Dave and Aaron and all the um, rest of the Hebrews, they have a brief meeting of sorts. Yeah, Dathan takes over. So we, yeah, we, we should go back to Egypt uh, and ask for forgiveness and go in there and get food and stuff and whatever. Yeah. And we must carry a... A, um, a statue of one of their gods before us, and hence they made the golden calf. Yeah. Aaron knew how to do the uh, the yeah. gold leaf and stuff, and they taught him into doing it. Yeah, and yeah. Th- they used um, the gold they stole, they took from the Egyptians, the Egyptians. Yeah. Yeah. and thence when all things begin to run, go out of control and from they there. Orgy and stuff. Hey, really good. Yeah, mm. exactly the things that God um, wanted 
Moses to write up about yeah. when he was up there t- writing up the Ten Commandments for him. <laughs> Actually, I think when you, when you I'm not going. And I often think yeah. that when Moses was up there with God, that time stands still up there when maybe, you're with God. Maybe. Like he could be up there for forty days or forty nights, and for Moses, this might have been Come now out. in two hours that may have passed. Yeah, who knows? Don't know. But irrespective, but I think if you want, if you want to go on the spiritual side, maybe he was waiting for forty days to pass down in the camp to see uh, if the people would stay focused on their escape plan and what Moses had planned for them of God's help, yeah. or they're going to go back their evil ways and whatever, and it gave them time to uh, get dissension amongst the troops and whatever. Yeah, mm. so meanwhile, mm. so Moses, um, so God begins to make the um, Ten Commandments for him, and it's the most awesome scene. And of course, all through it, he he says it in his um, God voice. And this is the actor we mentioned earlier that it remains uncredited in the Ten Commandments yeah, to this I day. Name here somewhere. I've looked. <coughs> there was a thought of using um, a mixture of different actors, male actors, for the um, God's voice, but or bring back Charlton Heston to do the role. But they decided to do someone else for this one. Although it's hard to tell between this one and Charlton Heston's voice because very it doesn't, similar, they very look similar, very yeah. similar. Uh, da, 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 I don't know. I got it written down here somewhere. A, a lot of notes here. Ah, <laughs> uh, here it is. No, I'm really good to hear my notes. Uh, a guy called Jesse Delos Dukes. Mm. Uh, he was a member of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, and they got him to do it. Hmm. So yep. he was assigned to do this <coughs> very scene, just this scene, of saying the Ten Commandments one Thou by shall one. Not kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And meanwhile, while this is happening, um, the, the things were, as I said before, things went out of control. Everything that God was writing down, they were doing. You know, adultery, idolizing. Fornicating. Fornicating. <clears throat> things that you may have seen in Solomon Gomorrah. All yeah, that, that sort stuff. of stuff, yeah. They're doing all the good groovy yeah. things. Yeah. Anyway. All sorts anyway. of stuff. Stealing and all that stuff. All the naughty bits. Yeah, <laughs> of course, some of Moses' followers, the loyal ones, remain um, mournful for Moses and at the same time refuse to pay part of this orgy. Yeah. And anyway, Moses comes back down the hill and think about it. The ones who were <laughs> among the young people who were, who refused to do this <clears throat> was Lil Ian and and Sephra and all the good, all the good guys. And Bethlehem, what's his name? Bethia. Yeah, Bethlehem, Moses' stepmom. She came along f- to um take to take part in this um, exodus, exodus. Yeah. and she um became I guess she became a Hebrew in her own way. Yeah, probably. And, yeah. and, and probably a follower of God. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, anyway, Moses comes back down the hill. <laughs> yeah. So before he goes down, he his God says, "Go get the Ten Commandments down, for my people have corrupted themselves." Big and, time. And he does come down, and the scene where he's you see Josh, Joshua just lying there by by some rocks, a little exhausted, and he kneels down before Moses, and we see. Uh, Moses' hair and fate and beard have grown yeah. and look a bit whiter. Yeah. Hinting that, you know, he, again, he's seen God again and hints that it's slightly changed his appearance now, again. Moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, b- 
both they both head down to where okay. the party orgy was happening, and dear old Joshua blows the um his ram horn. Or ram horn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and right. everyone looks up and sees Moses mm, there, bugger. and Safra is the first one who says Moses. I love happy. you, darling. Where you been? Yeah. Yes, and Moses says says, um, you have sinned a great sin. You have not worthy for these Yeah, rules. and all of you believe, come to me. And then he, uh, they, the, those ones huddled towards him on the bottom of the rocks there, and then he threw the Ten Commandments yeah. at the golden calf. And it blew up. And Dathan and, and Dathan's and brother ground. and and some of the other naughty people, they get sucked down with they the calf. It's like, it's like a San Francisco earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not exactly like that, but I often like think. A big hole in the ground. But yeah. it's in the Bible that Dathan and his brother and he, another, a few other people got um, punished for right. this. Yeah. They died. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. The leads off from here. Yeah. So Cecil goes on and says that these followers of Moses they continue fo- wandering the wilderness for so, forty years yeah, until such time as the last of the wrongdoers, mm-hmm. party goers had passed away, so their children could pass into the promised land. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah. of course, Moses, um, he couldn't come into the land because mm. he, um, God was angry at him for disobeying him for yeah. the waters See, of strife. In, in, the, in, the, in the Bible, he sort of uh, supposedly, I believe, uh, God said, the way I think he need some water, and he tapped the, God said, tap that rock with your staff. So he tapped the rock for staff, the water didn't come. So he tapped it the second time and because we became impatient of God, think, uh, and God made the water come. But because he didn't trust God with the first tap, that's why God you know, punished him for not letting him go into the promised land. Hmm. I believe. Uh, someone out there who's a, a bit more up to speed with Scripture might know better than yeah. I, but that's what I believe. Yeah, yeah so everything... So. Moses is um, allowed to look at the um, from, yeah. from afar, from but Mount Ma- Nebo. Yeah, yeah Ma- but Nebo, yeah. he's not allowed to enter. So the, you look um, across the river land. Jordan, see where it's going to go, and and then he said, Joshua, uh, you take over, and Joshua kneels down, and, he, and Moses puts his hand on his head or something, and or tells him you have to and, lead and, the people, and, and, and uh, ordains him into being the new leader of the tribe. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. And he gives his nephew a copy of the um, books from Exodus, the um, that hint that describe the um, the a bit of the um, what went what the stories of what the Hebrews went through oh, in yeah, Moses yeah, and yes, a bit of a yeah. um, detailed story of what happened there. Whatever. And, and according yeah. to um, details, um, John Heston was going to ask um, um, Cersei. Email to do to design them, but he yeah. in the, his haste he didn't have time to do it. So, um, so he had to pick up an old piece of some old manuscripts scripts and and roll them up and, them up and present them into the shed shawl. Yeah, there you go. yeah. So, and eventually anyway, Moses then heads up into the mountains and he waves alone. goodbye. Yeah. And, and the and end. Not. And we get a flash to the Ten Commandments, and it says, So it shall be written, so it shall be done. Exactly. And then we get rolling to the credits and the end music and everything else. Even blah, though. The blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, look, I don't want to drag on too long. This is already getting long. I was going to talk about writing and special effects and different things. But yeah. look, the, really, the main part is they did use a lot of rear film projection. Mm. Which worked really, really good. I agree. Apart from Moses standing there uh, playing mm. Red Sea, all the clouds behind him and stuff, 
it were to trade. Yeah, um, I do like the fact that Sister Mill used an actual microphone to convey his what he wanted to say to the to the back the background. What do you expect to have smoke signals? I know, but usually some <laughs> people would often use a megaphone or something. Or Not for fourteen thousand people. But yeah, I did like it when he no, was. I, would stop I liked it when he, they were doing the orgy scene, which lasted three weeks. Uh, and yeah. in one scene, uh -huh, um, uh, yeah. he, two of the actress ladies were talking, and he says, um, "You two in the back there, um, what are you guys talking about?" And one of the ladies approaches him and picks up the mic and says, "When's this old bald-headed loony gonna let us have lunch?" <laughs> and he sends takes lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't there some part there in the orgy scene one? One of the girls said something like, who do you have to sleep with to get off this movie? Or yeah, see yeah. this... It, it was dragging on a bit. See, this scene <laughs> took three weeks to do, guys. Yeah. yeah. You were thinking... So, but, um, well, but then again, again we, they had to do we, a retake here again, and there. We can't talk too much. We're, we're already about an hour and 15 minutes now, okay? So I know. We, um, but like I said, the, yeah, the, the rear filming, the green screen, the map paint, the guy who put it all together, I don't have his name here in front of me, the... Um, the director of special effects or whatever, and uh, yeah, of him, of Cecil B. DeMille working together, they really made it come to life yeah. on screen. Yeah. It, it's very, very of good Of course, art. as we said yeah. before, mm. the um, the reviews were favourable mm -hmm. for very this favorable, movie, yeah. and, but the awards, not so favourable. Yeah, but the, that's, a, that's a problem. I mean, the award, I'm, I'm not knocking the Oscars and different things, but sometimes a guy is voting on them, mm. can't see the forest of the trees. Mm. If you get a really, really, really good exceptional movie mm. and they don't like that sort of movie, they prefer something else to somebody else being sucking up to them, they're going to go and vote for their mate. Mm. I'm sorry. It happens all the time. Not just, in the, not just the Oscars, but um, say this was a really good movie and it deserved more. I got seven nominations or something or other, but only got one Oscar and went, that was for the special effects. Mm, I agree. And uh, they, it did deserve more. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it had special effects. It mm. had a good storyline, something that we never thought of, like it's a uh, like, like the idea of <coughs> of we never thought that probably at the time that Moses and would be a rival and possibly a ch be a, a prince that will mm. most likely become the next pharaoh, yeah. or even for a fact that he had love interest in Egypt. Or stuff yeah. like that. Okay, I'm going to go through some a couple of things here real quick. In other versions yeah. <laughs> of of Moses, you never see this sort of thing. You never hear if he had love interest or whether he was best friends with a pharaoh's son. Or well, there were a few versions that made out that that Ramesses and Moses got on like a house on fire. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go through a couple of things here quickly when I'm actually sort, sorting people out for the casting. Then we might call it rats because this is dragging on a bit here. Sorry, guys. No, this is a long movie, so it took a bit more. Um, as Sarah has, I don't think Sarah's mentioned it before, but um, when uh, oh. Sister Mill saw a picture of um, yeah. Charlton Heston, then he looked at the uh, Moses figure, Michael Angelo's Moses sculpture, hmm. he saw a, a very good likeness there, and he thought, oh, he'd make a good. Uh, person to do the Moses role. Yeah, another, so that's how we got it. Yeah, another scene when when they were doing the, the group scenes, I mean the um the um multitude scenes where he was they were near the um when they <laughs> were doing the scene where all the slaves were set free, yeah. a lot of the um people who were assigned playing the um extra roles, yeah. they saw John Heston they, dressed as Moses and they all said Moses. Mushes. 
Yeah, Mush is what he yeah, yeah, the, um, in the language, yeah. Because they know Moses and yeah, they know... And he looked like him. And he looked like him. Yeah, good, good makeup. Now, George. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, but it was nice. It was I like they th- it was bringing his, history to life that, that, and they be, believed that, it. That'd be a feather in Cecilia Mill's cat to get yeah. someone looking like the, he's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, the interesting thing about that scene was... Um, Cecil DeMille fired a shotgun to make sure they paid attention. Or well, a handgun or whatever. He's, so he's that gun, yeah. they would listen. Well, they can hear the people in the back. So we've got something happening here. So yeah. 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 Now, um, look, I'm going to go through um, a few things really quick, like I said. Uh, the part of Nefertiri was a much sort of to roll. Now, here's the list of people who put up the hand up for it. Anne Blythe, Vanessa Brown, Joan Evans, Rhonda Fleming, Colleen Gray, Jane Griffiths, Audrey Hepburn. Wow. Uh, she wasn't... She wasn't she wasn't full of figured enough for the role. I heard about that. Jane Marie, Vivian Lee, Jane Russell, Joan Taylor, all considered for the part. Um, uh, DeMille liked Audrey Hepburn, but because her figure was too petite. Uh, Anne Baxter was considered for the part of Moses' wife, but she got the other role instead. Um, now, Judith Ames, Anne Bancroft, Anne Baxter, Shelley Booth, Diane Brewster, Peggy Castle, June Clayworth, whoever she is, Linda Darnell, and her, Laura Elliott, Rhonda Fleming, okay, Rita Gam, Grace Kelly, Jacqueline, blah, 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 That's blah, blah. That's a lot blah, of actors. Uh, were all considered for the uh, part of Sephora. Wow. Uh, Grace Kelly was the first choice, but she was unavailable. Mm. Maybe because she might have been, she might have been married, but he was, he was impressed because he'd been in a previous movie and she had a nice look, a, a saintly, uh, pure look about her, mm. which he's looking for. Uh, what else? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Um, mm. Merle Oberon and Claudette Colbert were considered for Bithia roles. Um, whatever. What else? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Bette Davis was interviewed uh, for part of, well, for some of it as well. Mm. Uh, Judith Anderson was uh, yeah for uh, the uh, the nasty lady was uh, Memnet yeah, mm. uh, but, uh, but Judith Anderson got it. Mm. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of good people applied for it. Many many are called fewer chosen as it mm. um but i did like the yeah. fact that egypt approved of this movie well it, it wasn't nasty see some places don't like it if you're going there and corrupt it too much and make a lot of play whether you uh, i won't say bullshit um but you know what i mean um if you're going to make it really horrible and it corrupts their their perception of history they won't let you do it but if it reflects history properly, you probably get them on side and I'll, I'll let you do it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, look, I won't talk too much because there's lots of other things I could talk about, special effects and actors and writing and everything else. It's a very fine movie. But and 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 ending it off, I have to say that it's a, a really good epic movie. For those of you younger people who have never seen these old religious epic movies, I mean, you got this one, you got Ben Hur, you got The Ten Commandments. Both have got Charlton Heston in it. Um, you got the King of Kings with Jeffrey Hunter in it. Uh, that's the life of Christ. Uh, you got the robe. You got all these other ones. You, you know, uh, uh, Spartacus, Barabbas, all these sword and sandal things done around the same period had the same sort of general feel. These producers, directors, DOPs, everybody else got into it and, and made them 
live. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and no one has ever came radically close <laughs> to making um, Cecil do be the best. Be, probably the king. Um, yeah. You know, parting of the Red Sea. No one has come any close. No, no. I mean, everyone has done their own version of it, but no one has ever made it look so mind-bogglingly yeah, no, incredible. Did, did so well, and look, 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 the overall film, the whole production, uh, excellent. Anyway, I don't want to go on too yes. much further. We've got about Let's an hour rate and this minutes. one now because before uh, can I eleven out of ten? I would say um, about twelve out of ten. <laughs> out of twelve. Twelve out of ten. See, we love this. We um, the hard work. It shows uh, good pro- good product. Um, I don't know. I haven't checked. You should be able to get this online uh, through yeah. Amazon, yeah. eBay. Uh, you your could, local stores might still have yeah, it. Yeah, you might it's, get a DVD. Yeah, it's, it's still popular. Um, and if yeah. if you get the um re um the, the remastered one, I've got the remastered one. It looks like it was made yesterday. It was so clear and they've tight. They've cleaned up so yeah. well. It's like a brand new uh, product. It's really good. Yeah. So anyway, irrespective, go for it, hire it, buy it, have a look at it. Top movie, and maybe it'll give you a taste for seeing the other ones. Yeah. Okay. I've I have nothing more to say. All right. Thanks for listening to this latest podcast, guys. We'll see you guys for the next one. This is Sarah Stevenson and Marl saying. See you guys around. Bye, guys. <laughs>